you know, I realized before we do this show, uh, we have to do it because we do it in separate, you know, Maurice is in San Francisco and I'm in Portland. Maurice, you always do the countdown. I never start to count. I say, okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to count it out. You always do it. Yeah. Why is that? It's a numbers thing. It's a, it's a numbers game. It's all, it's all about game. the numbers. Uh, it's because San Francisco is f- further south. Right. So then that's, I'm speaking first hemispherically. And so then I do the countdown and that's true. Sync, we sync it up from there. Yeah, it's true. But then you should also count down then. Right. Three, so, two, one. Right. So we have to, we we're, we're recording this via Skype and we each record our own voices and then we do a thing where we count down. Yeah. So we sync up and then I can, when we're editing the show together, we can sync our voices to right. the perfect harmonious binaural beat. The problem uh, is, though, I think, you know, it, the reason why sometimes it doesn't match up is because it depends on the moisture, the humidity level the, of, of, of where we're at. You know, it's, uh, it's very, very moist where I'm at. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a basement of a basement. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, my friend, uh, he, you know, he rents out the back of this Arby's down the street and, uh, and there's a basement yeah. there. All the, the, the roast beef meat, the wetness dribbles down through the, the grates and from the, the surface level to the basement and then the it's an unfinished basement and it just seeps into the dirt and then you're in the sub-basement beneath that and then it just, eventually the meat juices it's, get down it, to you. And it's I mean, it's obviously affecting the way we do the show. It's affecting our families. I mean, it goes beyond there. Everyone, we, everyone we, we touch, every life that we mm-hmm. touch, it affects them, you know. <laughs> We, we, when you're when you become like a, like kind of like a, a a nexus for for fungus and molds, there there's no way to to lead a normal you life. You can't like, do that. Yeah. Also, I mean, it also is, you know, it's fifty percent that, but it's also fifty percent. I can hear the boys making the RB sandwiches of the the groans and moans of them, you know, cutting mm. and moving. And it's a very you know because they I didn't realize if you look at the back of an Arby's, it's like it's not just a couple of kids back there. It's like twenty five kids, and they're scrambling around, you know, and it's real chaotic back there. And you could hear the moans and the groans of those 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 uh you know they're eighteen year old nineteen year old boys, you know, fresh out yeah. of out of prison or military. Yeah, they they've they've been uh, dishonorably discharged from you know armed services and now they 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 just get shipped the 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 army bus drops them off in front of the Arby's and they just walk out and into the back of the into the you know the the kitchen yeah the truck like opens a at the back of the truck opens and mm-hmm. they don't even they see the sky because the awning <laughs> goes you know and so they just go straight into the to the back of the Arby's. Yeah. If, if if they they realize pretty quickly that if if they catch a glimpse of the sky then it, things go wrong. So if right. you can just keep them with blinders on, they can't can't look up. They smell the meat, you know, and, and they feel the the heavy heavy moisture in the air from the mm-hmm. from an Arby's a kitchen. That's the other thing, you know. They keep it the humidity there at like one hundred and forty percent. Right, and you know, uh, it's like it's two a, Floridas. <laughs> There, the yeah, the humidity level. It's like two hundred percent. You're you're just breathing in soup. But you, like these these people are not they're not well trained. But they're they are forced to to slaughter their 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 cattle. Uh, that's how they keep the Arby's prices so low. But then you know they're 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 trying to tackle the cow and you know cut yep. their heads off. And they don't know how yeah. to do it right. And, no, they have everything. And then they got the, the you know the one kids in the back. They're doing the accounting or the bookkeeping. You know, you have the guys that are the salesmen. They're out with the signs, with the RB signs. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's just yeah, like, frantically you know, 
calling uh, wholesalers trying to, to figure out how to, to buy more horsey sauce. I don't know how you get that. And, you know, if you don't know how to, to disembowel it, uh, a cow, it's not it's not an easy thing to like to intuit. Nope. You can't just kind of figure it out. You got to get on YouTube, watch the videos, and yeah, it is hours. And you have along. to watch the whole series. It's it would take at least three to four days. So after yeah. that, yes, you you'll be good to go, and you can you know slaughter uh, you know a goat or a, something yeah. in the back of an Arby's or a Burger King or you know. Sometimes I just right. like to br- bring bring one there to slaughter in the back. It's like yeah, once it's, they get good, it's it's cheaper than going to the butcher shop. That's for sure. Yeah. It's kind of you can sometimes I go like, also watch. like I'll go and I'll you know I'll be like hey let's go in on this lamb. Like one time my buddy was like yeah let's go in on a lamb together. You know we could share it and he, and he backed <laughs> out right at the last minute. And I was I didn't know what to do with this other half of the lamb, so I went to, you know knocked mm-hmm. on the back of the Arby store and I said hey I got this for sale you know. Hundred bucks, you can have the these lamb shanks. And yep. the kid looked around. And he said, "Okay," and he you know handed me with his dirty fingernails, handed me uh, <laughs> wadded up money, oh, damp fifty dollar bill. And then you, I, as I'm driving away, I could see them put up on the big RB sign, <laughs> "Lamb sandwiches are back." <laughs> <laughs> All the cars just screeching to a halt, doing doing a you know. Burning rubber U-turns to get in the, that drive-through to order the order that lamb sandwich. You see it on Craigslist that day. eBay lamb sandwich from today, twenty-five dollars. Yep. Still damp lamb sandwich. Yep. Local only. Will not ship. Local lamb. Regional lamb. They get that regional lamb flavor. Made by boys from 17 to 19. No younger, no older. And you can really taste it in the meat. You can really feel the just, you know, extreme agitated, horny, bored, lonesome, fearful (laughs) vibe going into those sandwiches. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, like... Uh, insensitive to different cultures, but it, like the Arby's kind of has their own version of uh, kosher or halal. But instead of like you know kosher, you have to get the the meat got to be blessed by a rabbi. But the Arby's right. version, it just has to be uh, an eighteen or nineteen year old boy that yep. does the slaughtering is really specific. Yeah, and then and they, that they makes it. And they have to like they sit in the back with the the boy and they play really loud it's always billy joel to get the kid mm-hmm. in the mood to to do it you know and it's just like really loud uptown girls <laughs> right. reverberating. It's, not, it's like you know it's like almost like a noise music because it's like reverberating on those clean beautiful walls all the tiles reverberating yeah it's like a big warehouse of tile and it's just the, the sound is is bouncing back and forth uptown, over and over uptown and over again. girls girls it's a beautiful sound, but this, the idea that you have to have a religion is the only uh, thing that can have its own like special meat rules. That's false. It's a you know a narrow way of thinking thing thinking about things. Arby's can do it too, right? They just need to you know turn it into a religion, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you I guess. don't you know I mean, it's just donation only. You know, Arby's is halfway there. It's just it's chaos. Half, it's almost a religion. Give it to the children. I say, give mm-hmm. it to the children. We should start a movement. Give Arby's to the children, and you know, and when they think like people think, oh yeah, like give 
sell it all and give it money to the kids. No, no, no. We'll have children run these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, They'll just they be, own be, and ca- operate. Chaos. <laughs> the, the kids are, are handling all of the, the you know, inspections. Yeah. Um, Paying taxes. When was the last time you went to an Arby's? Though I haven't. Seen, I mean, I see the one by my house. I never see anyone in there. But yeah, I see. I but I fun. see. But I see the people in the back where it's all lit up and they're scrambling. You know, it's like, it's like as if like the, you know, there's an earthquake happening and they're trying to get to to a to higher ground. The, yeah, the restaurant is always empty, but then you look into the to the back behind the counter and in the kitchen, and it's it's just packed full of people packed scrambling. Climbing over each other, writhing around, moaning. I feel like they they don't use like English or any sort of human language back there. It's just sort of grunts. They communicate, yeah. but they seem to communicate with each other. They understand what they they're get, trying to say. They get paid more for it. <laughs> anyway, so I guess it's the fine. whole point of this is that this heavy breather and, and this show is sponsored by Arby's roast beef sandwiches. Mm-hmm. On Lombard Avenue, yeah, check it out. Check uh, it out. Go there, Arby's roast beef. If, if you give them a little wink, they'll, they'll give you the 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 special lamb. Follow roast the beef. moans. The, follow the moans and groans. Roast beef doesn't have to be made out of cow. Yep. Beef is uh, a mindset. Sandwich, 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 sandwich. Right. <laughs> right. You are right. Yeah, it is weird there. They treat you weird there. That's their whole thing is they treat you. They're like one of those fun, like where you go in and it's like, hey, and they call you a turkey. They're kind of rude to you. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's just like, you know, I know where you live. I, you know, I'll come yeah. after you. That kind of stuff. Try to be funny. You know, like I'll murder. I'll, I'll disembowel your whole family. This kind yeah. of thing. Like, there was... <laughs> When I was in in Las Vegas, they had, there's that rest whatever that re- like national chain restaurant that does that. Um, there's one in in, in uh, Chicago. It's called Ed DeBevex, where it's like, "Hey, you tur- turd! What do you want? You look dumb, you know." <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Well, this one like they 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 make you like a paper hat, and then yeah, the, the waiter hats. like writes mean stuff on it. Yeah. I guess. Um, but when I, we were like, you know, you're in the, the casino and you can walk past the tables and you can see it. Yeah. And I just, it was like a table of, uh, black people and the waiter had like written some kind of like racist stuff just the on N-word. it. She just wrote the N word on there. It, but I was just like, what is going, it made me feel very, Oof. uh, uncomfortable. Like, it's fair game. You know yeah. what you're getting into. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like you used like, to wear a leg brace when you were a kid. I still do. And you had yeah. no friends. Yeah, I'm making weird uh they, they know all this personal stuff about your life there. Uh yeah, making that I'd go there and they make jokes about my ancestors having died in the Holocaust. Right. I wouldn't I wouldn't appreciate it. Oh, this name yeah, you go in there immediately like, up. Oh, this name sounds Jewish and then people come out and do like a whole ru- Jewish routine. <laughs> And I mean, it's like you're that being is fake the, Yiddish, doing all this stuff, and you're just horrified having to watch it. It's going on for like 20 minutes. That is the vibe of that place. I can't remember what yeah. it's called, but uh, it's unsettling. I mean, yeah. I think that's like a reflect, reflection of right. our culture. 
writ large. Well, that that reminds me of I, we used to go to this place, that place at Debevix, and they would do that kind of stuff. And I think they, maybe they would roller skate, you know. No, nice. That's a nice touch. Which is cool. And and then we would we went to this McDonald's, and they were like had this thing. It's like win the money in this case. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not joking you. We go to this McDonald's and we get hamburgers and we sit and there's like it's like it's like a case but it's really big, and you yep. can sit around. There's a bunch of like boot like um, you know like uh, like a booth like or you know you could sit in it front of ca- it countertops countertop. Thank you. And down below, the money's all over the ground, right? And it's like glass. Mm-hmm. It's like glass looking like a plexiglass. Yeah, and. You can see, I don't know if there's something in the middle of it with all the money, but on the ground, there's a gap, and I'm not joking you, it's like a good quarter inch. Mm -hmm. And we sat there with our feet (laughs) (laughs) and pulled out like 15 bucks. Nice. You could like scooch your little toes underneath and like toes. I mean, to be fair, my toes were very atrophied at the time, you know, that was the thing back then. Like it was a regional thing. People, you know, people had like, Oh, I like listening to punk, you know, we're from New York. Like for us, it was like, people love to atrophy your feet. And so in the summer you could show and you take your shoes off and you just just see this dead gray, you know, with the fingernails are super long and chipped kind of a thing. But everything is like, it's like the the fingernails and the bones are like the, the, they're cartilage. So it's like just soft and uh, malleable, which is great if you're trying to to cram it into a tiny wedge in order to to grab $15 in ones. So it was easy, you know, and and (laughs) free money. We would just kind of flip them on and it would just pull them back because they're also wet. So the second they would touch the money, (laughs) it would just stick like glue to it. Yeah, you thought you thought you had like stumbled upon your career, like this was going to be what you could do to sustain yourself. Yeah, exactly. That would be my job in life. But it was probably the first time that I had ever had McDonald's, and it was like that was probably their ploy, kind of like the same thing. My friend worked when he was seventeen or sixteen. He was like a camel guy, and he would he would just go around giving away these camel free camel cigarette vouchers, and he was like he was like I showed them I stole I just kept like a quarter of it which was like 200 packs and it was yeah. like yeah you showed them now we <laughs> get got all your friends like, addicted uh, yeah and i was just like that was the beginning of it. i was like well i just had like 50 packs of cigarettes yeah i was like well get, get through these <laughs> <laughs> now i got gonna gotta buy them now yeah. it's cool yeah i'm trying to remember if any, i had any friends that did something similar to that i remember like what did you say about chain's addiction <laughs> uh, we were listening to Jane's addiction while we smoked cigarettes. That right. definitely happened. I hope I hope Marius is uh, pumping in Jane's addiction over the top of the show as we do the show. It's just super loud. Jane's addiction, like that. Cool I remember song. being like fourteen and watching that that movie that they made where they're like shooting up heroin for real. Have oh you boy. seen that? No, I have not. Um, you know why? Because I never liked them, and when people really? put them on, I was like, uh, "Well, I mean, I mean, I was, I was like, you know, when they were getting popular, I was already sixteen. You know, I don't know, I was already listening to like noise music. You can't go from noise music to Jane's Addiction. Yeah, I guess I, 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 I also never, never in- liked anything kind of like funky. Like I never liked Red Hot Chili Peppers or Primus <laughs> or, you know, um, uh, you well, know. Porno for Pyros, like his other band, that was like a little, they got a little funky. Oh well, no, that band was good though. I mean that <laughs> band. <laughs> I just the rest of the show is just me talking about how good pornos for pyros is. <laughs> just he waxing. makes an appearance though in that um, great 
documentary about uh it's called desolation desolation center it's like Mm. about these uh shows that they had in the desert outside of la like a few hours away and it was like sonic youth and and all these bands but it's a really cool documentary it's all this cool footage and all this like it's really amazing but anyway perry farrell's first band yeah he convinced his first band they're called oh and they're just actually well they're better than jane's addiction it's like a post-punk band okay kind of a generic post-punk band uh they they put out records i believe so Hmm. it's like 0.0 or was not was not was not was not was not was not was what's what's the yeah what's the the hit uh, was not was what's the good i i know i listened to the they have one song i was always like yeah this is this this is the jam well, what wasn't the song called was not was maybe like they're, at least that I was in the confused lyrics. with yellow yellow did oh yeah bow yeah. bow <laughs> that song um, sucks so bad and then but if you listen to it like 40 times in a row it something clicks it turns and then you're like, this is probably the best song I've ever written. <laughs> they were like, they were like a weird, a lot of their stuff is just like weird electronic music too. Yeah. Yellow. I mean, whatever, um, man, you're listening to, um, you know, the Eagles, Don Henley, that's your favorite band. Look. Oh yeah. Outcome the freaks. That's the, the was not was song. Yeah. Well, you should play it, man. Mm-hmm. They're an art funk ensemble. That's what Wikipedia says. Who the Perry Farrell's uh, band? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, when were, he joined, I knew when he joined back. Was not was. Uh, okay, no, it was was look up. You're, okay, by the way, this you listen to Heavy Breather. And this is the the part of the show where we Google. By the way, thank you so much to the new patrons. Uh, people have been subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heavy Breather. And listening to bonus episodes uh, where we say naughty or stuff, even it, yeah. then it's we're like the Ed DeBevix or whatever that place. It's like you're like, cool, I want to hear their what they say, and we're just it's essentially just completely racist and sexist it's, it's stuff. Nice just, stuff. We're good boys. Um, we just someone just joined, but they they said that they're they, they joined under the name Worms and Bugs, which I don't think is a real name. Uh, I don't trust them, but thank you to them yeah. for becoming patrons. Thank this you week. so much. But what were we just talking about? Oh, Perry Farrell, his band. This is part of the show where we Google. Okay, Perry Farrell. Band. Uh, Perry Farrell. Perry Farrell boy. It's just every time I, you put in Perry Farrell boy, you know, like when it types in for you, and you have to be like, no, I don't want to say boy, but it won't let you. It has to say boy. <laughs> it's like he, Google knows. He was born Peretz Bernstein. Yeah. So he, he uh, decided to hide his heritage so he could be a rock and roll star. Oh, Psycom. That's his band. Yeah, Psycom. God bless him. And I'm not saying James is bad. I just, it just was something I didn't get into. I don't know. Okay. It's not my favorite kind of thing. It's like kind of psychedelic white boy dreadlock funk. <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. Yeah, that sounds good. White, white boy dreadlock funk. I mean, and I, and I say that in a nice way. I could be much ruder. <laughs> right. That's true. Um, whatever. Have you yeah. heard any of my bands? People could say the same stuff. Do you ever have dreadlocks? Mm-mm. I remember being like thirteen and wanting them. Yeah, me too. Brief, I remember being briefly. Like, oh, be cool if I had them. People would respect yeah. me. Then <laughs> finally, I'd walk into a room and, and command attention. Like, what is that white white guy have dreadlocks and he's fourteen? 
<laughs> that fourteen-year-old awkward fourteen-year-old boy has dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that's what it would. Yeah, that's what it would be. That was what I would look back on. Yeah, I had long my, hair at the time. I was like, cool. I could, I could dread it out. It would be cool. I'd be a cool guy. Right. Finally. There was a guy in my high school that got uh, hair extensions. It was like, you know, dreadlock hair extensions. That was a, a shock. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, good for him. That's that's a life hack if I yeah, ever get, heard of one. Okay, guess what he's doing now? Uh, CEO of a major corporation. No, he's dead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Hopefully not. I hope he's alive. Raising a beautiful family. Forcing his children to to grow dreadlocks, right. not washing their hair. How do you, like how do white people get dreadlocks? You have to put like, a shop. You got to put like peanut butter man. in your hair. You got to pay. You got to pay a black man mm-hmm. to do it. That's the worst part about it. The, the, you got to go into a shop and be like, "Please, can I have?" You know, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Oh, we're gonna get in trouble. Not, not. I don't think because I think we're gonna get in trouble with hippies. <laughs> hippies aren't gonna like this. Um, but you just, I mean, if, if you're white, you probably just shouldn't have dreadlocks. I, my excuse I when I, when I wanted them, when it was, I was 13 years old, I was a 13 year old boy. Yeah. I didn't do, I still didn't do it. No, I was the so, same. I was 14 and I was like, in a, there was a band that I liked and the yeah, dude, trying to remember what, and the what? dude had dreadlocks and I was like, yeah, that would be cool if I had them. But I'd also seen, you know, non-black people with dreadlocks. Yeah. And I so mean, I think like, like, oh, is, you just don't think when you're 14, you're just like. You know, I, my my friends like all had older siblings and they were kind of hippie-ish and yeah. you know so they were like the cool kids and so i think maybe that was that was yeah. i was like i want to be like them because they they have weed and uh they told me about the dead milkman so right they must be cool people right you're like not like oh yeah it's like i like to rage against the machine i'm gonna get dreadlocks i guess that would be a lot of people's frame of reference like yeah for sure rock and roll I listened to a, a little bit of Rage, Rage Against the Machine. I remember. But I can't, but I never was like, I'm going to do this. How do I get dreadlocks now? Yeah. <laughs> you know it, was, it, was, it was a craze. You, you got to remember at the time you couldn't Google yeah, how, I do remember. how do I, as a white person, get dreadlocks. It just wasn't an yeah, option for that. us. One time I, I dyed my hair uh, blonde. I shaved my head bald on the sides and dyed the top blonde. Mm-hmm. And... I was 16 and my mom, I knew she was going to be mad. So I was like hiding. You know, I kept coming in the house and not saying hi and stuff. Eventually I would have to face <laughs> her. But I remember looking in the mirror and I was like, I look like I sick, like I had cancer. I can't explain <laughs> it. It did something to my like, yeah, you know, made you look diseased. Olive skin made it. I just looked sick. Yeah, just wrong. It should not meant to, to go together. No. In nature, it wouldn't happen. And, and I and I realized, you know, I thought about it, and I was like, well, I was racist towards, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm I'm not fully white, really. So I, that side of me, you know, I felt like I was rude. I was racist mm-hmm. against white people. Yeah, you're mocking white culture by by right. by bleaching your hair. And look, when we we make fun of British people, I mean, it's 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 out of love. It's not because, you know, anything else, any other reason. Hmm. But I do love, I love the, the oi might when you go over there though. And it's just like, Mish, Mish, want to shout, where, 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 where you wish you're from? 
you know and I just it's just like I cannot understand people screaming and then when they talk the spit is always just coming out that's why their coronavirus is so bad there is mm-hmm. people that when, when British people talk they're just you know because they have such huge gaps in their teeth all the fluid is just constantly spilling out their their teeth are just rotting in their in their heads so whenever they talk little bits of the tooth is right. like flying out and that that is a concentration of of the viral load yeah, in, in the those, tooth those tooth bits, yeah, they're, yep. they're like, yeah, they w- they will they will super spread within a person, and the person yep. becomes extremely loaded uh, virally. Yep. And when they sp- sp- talk, and when they, when their mouth is doing that thing, it's even worse. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I read about this is a Vox dot com explainer. They and they went into all the detail about mm-hmm. this, so it's. Yeah, I'm just repeating what the the facts on Vox. Yeah, I was reading a lot about the election through them. They were like my main source. Yeah, yeah, they they, they I mean, check when, it when out Vox dot com. When it comes to you know the the mechanics of a British man's rotting teeth. Yep. They did a whole expose. It was weird because you were like, oh, I'm going to open it up and it's going to be an article. No, it was the entire magazine was dedicated to it. All the ads, everything. <laughs> Every every detail devoted. Where they, am they, I? I don't think they make a print magazine, but they did a special print version. And it was they yeah. printed it using tooth matter for, that they harvested from yeah. British men. It was like you could touch. Like they would have like this like kind of bas relief, you know, mm-hmm. pages where you could touch and be like, "This is what it would be like from the. This is what it feels like when you put your hands over the rotten teeth that come shattering out of their mouths." <laughs> <laughs> You could, you could get like a special edition with a little baggie that had a, a tooth fragment in it. Yeah. You could take it home. Wow. This is an actual, like a dinosaur, it's like a dinosaur bone, but it's a, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like a little fossil, but it's a anyway. British man's tooth bit. Pretty cool. It's fun to learn. So it's like point. you're racist against them. Maybe you are. Look, we, we're, we're, we're uh, our country is descended from them, so... You know, this right. is a fam- familial. Never forget. Yeah, you people, p- these people who are like, oh man, I'm for the Confederate flag. You know, this, you know, f- the South will rise again. I'm just like, no, I'm British. I want, you know. Yeah. Long live the Queen. Long live That's the Queen. What I want to be there. I want her to come and rule over you. Yeah. The England will rise again. That's Watch my you. thing. You have to wear those knickers just like all those British people do, you know, they force you to do it. Yeah. I just, I just dump baked beans all over every meal. You're going to have to watch my fair lady. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to sit you down. It's going to be like a clockwork orange, but it's my fair lady. Mm -hmm. You have to learn to stop doing, but they reverse my fair lady them and they learn the Cockney accent. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I practice the accent by base it around uh, what's his name. Uh, Cockney accent. And uh, in, uh, uh, Oh my God. Uh, the Disney movie uh, about the, the magical uh, babysitter. Why can't I think of oh, her uh, name? Um, uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Mary Poppins. Cause um, he's got, he does that. That's terrible, what they were going to call like, it. Magical babysitter. But then it's, 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 like he does, he's like the chimney sweep, but he's got that insane Cockney accent. But right. I think that's like really the the ideal distillation right. of the of the accent. And so we, everyone should. Well, be people didn't towards. Cockney people didn't speak that way, but they did after that movie. Yeah, he they took reversed. on his. Yeah, they took yeah. on his version of it. 
Yeah. I may my tea come here, me lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. My fair lady, man. Dick Van Dyke. My fair lady. It's supposed to be, by the way, when he's my, it's not my fair lady. It's like my fair lady. You're supposed to say my, <laughs> like, with a little bit of a possessive growl. Yeah, apparently that's his. Grind it out. Nobody caught angrily. My fair lady. Not yet. Someday. Oh, have you seen my fair lady? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, me gets it, mate. Well, well, uh, are we done? Did we, we do are it? Done. <laughs> we are done. That silence just yeah. That's the nail in the coffin. When you there's three minutes of of dead air, then we know the show. It's like over. we start. It's like well, you can have you know I don't know how many seconds it is. What twelve seconds of dead air? So we just start doing that. We start pushing it. We do eleven seconds. Yeah, just see how it feels. Just for the thrill of it. It feels good. And people feel good, you know, focusing on it. They have to focus with their ears on that dead space. And it's it's a healing. It's a healing process for them, you know. Yeah, it's like a meditative mindfulness practice that we are imparting right. on our listeners. You're not, you're forgetting about all the collective unconscious stuff. You know, maybe your dad, he was in Vietnam. None of that stuff mm-hmm. is passed down at that moment because you're focusing in on the silence. Yep. Yeah, the, the 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 memory of of uh, you know him raiding a village in Vietnam that 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 is gone for a moment. D- Daddy didn't do that for those twelve twelve. He was uh, no, he was the commander. <laughs> <laughs> he made these choices, and you have to he live with them. The Even just in you know you don't you don't you didn't experience it. He's never told you about it, but you feel it. You feel your, it. Just you feel it, DNA. man. It's not your fault. I do. I actually, I hate to say this, but I, I, I do believe in 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 some of these uh, kind of, you know. I mean, why, why wouldn't you think that that some of the like trauma could be passed down? I mean, yeah, into your DNA. I mean, your brain is a is a physical form. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that 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 you know, it goes beyond that to a certain extent. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm no scientist. I'm no doctor. I mean, yes, I look at YouTube stuff. And people, you know, ask me to perform yes. surgeries. Yes, we do prescribe medication, but we are not licensed practitioners no. of medicine. We it's true, though. Clear. Who doesn't like to do that? Be like, oh, man, you should really get on. Right now I'm on Zoloft, like a low dose. It's really great. You should get on this. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just. Th- I, I would, I, I wish I would just love to whip out scripts, scribble my little signature yeah. on them and throw them at people. A little heart medication for you. Seems Thank like you. your blood's too thick. Kind of thin it out. Right. You just look at your veins, and if they're kind of a little bit protruding, you're like you. You just I, I do a little tap, and I, and then and then they look at yep. me like I'm crazy, and then I do write a little prescription, <laughs> give it to them. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Call me in a week. Call me in a week. Let's do du- let's do lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take you on a little date, platonic date. I'm your doctor now. I'm your doctor for, for life. You know, like people have life doctors. It's like, he's my doctor, my personal doctor. I want a personal. Yep. Do- I'm going to start calling my doctor, my personal doctor. She, yeah, I make know, it I'm not going to. She's a very nice person that is already <laughs> make has it an, cl- clear pain, pain in the neck enough. 
make it clear that you guys are your lives are intertwined for life now right she would probably just say please don't do this <laughs> you are i'm gonna bar you from the building please i need to feel like i have a personal doctor just I, my life is crumbling i just need this one thing i guess you could call your psychiatrist a, a personal doctor sure your personal doctor yep and on that don't, note dump all your bad thoughts onto them uh yeah we'll be we'll be back we will be back next week thank you for tuning in uh, as Charlie mentioned before, you can go to patreon.com forward slash heavy breather where we uh, record bonus episodes every week. Uh, if you want to support the show, that's a great way to do it. We appreciate you for appreciate doing it. We're also if you do, go on heavybreather.net. Some people use it like a, uh, you know, its own search engine. You could just go mm-hmm. through there, through the site. You move through, you move through walls, break through other walls, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, some, you know, uh, women will use like an app to ch- track their menstrual cycle. Some people just use heavybreather.net for to to just manage that part of their lives. So it's an option. I had no idea. Yep. Multi-use. Why go to a bunch of different apps and sites when you can just go just to heavybreather.net? Just go there. Just type in the search engine, see what you get. Yeah, click around. Call me in the morning. <laughs> Come to my house. No, don't. (laughs) Love you guys. Love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.